0: The World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N Big ET. We're also brought to you by the SGP and store in their big Cyber Monday sale. 20% of everything in the store for one day only. This Monday, use the code Cyber at SportsGamblin Podcast. Store. Sports gambling Welcome everybody to the World Cup. Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the north-east of England. Today is, I'm going to check the day, actually I've been writing this down the last couple of nights, it's November the 27th, Um, Sunday November the 27th, we are slap bang in the middle of a full slate of NFL action. And we are here to handicap the games for Tuesday, November the 29th. And he's back from his travels. He can tell us all about him. Um, it's Mr. Barry Penaluna. Barry,
1: still alive, son? Just about, aye. Um <laughs> Struggling a little bit. Um, a bit tired it, and emotional. It, it, it's been a, a very, very tiring f- uh, four four nights altogether. Um yeah, looking forward to a good night, sleep the night. Um, <laughs> drank well, weight well, um late nights every night. But it's been, a, I've, I've had a cracking trip. So I don't know, did you reveal where I ended up on uh a- Yes, it has been talked
0: about, yes, on most of the uh, shows, to be honest. Um I think, well, I'm good. I've am got some questions for you, Baz, because I need to know these things. Um, right. First off, yeah, that was, you went to, you, uh, tell us where you went.
1: So uh went Flew, the first night in London and flew out to Vienna. Um, Thursday we spent on in Vienna, uh, had a night there. And then we got a train from Vienna over to Bratislava in Slovakia. Um, and we've had two nights, two nights in Slovakia and uh, returned back today. Literally just got back a couple of hours ago after the drive back from the airport, ready for my bed, but Sticking it out for a couple of hours to to get through uh, another podcast, so it's good to be back on. Cheers Hashtag. to Ty and Dom for filling in in my absence.
0: Yeah, we I'm had some good well. fun. <laughs> Dom was his usual self; he's a right cracker. Uh, Ty gave us some um, fun angles from across the pond. He gave us some uh, mad player pass props. I think um, one one lost one on the England pass props. I think Luke Shaw, and Declan Rice missed. Um, but yeah, it was just an angle I've never really considered before. Um, further questions Baz what was the best thing you
1: ate all weekend oh it's got to be um, oh I took you above eight well like we had some good food but the goulash a nice beef oh, goulash with a potato gizzy. dumpling yeah um, I've come back firmly with a view I'm going to make a homemade beef goulash this week yeah. and a recipe for a potato dumpling Um excellent like, yeah i lot that lots of that sort of meat and potato stuff and obviously yeah. Christmas markets are all around as well so there was loads of good good stuff there but uh, definitely the, the goulash was a, a firm favourite like
0: um, what was the best thing you drank
1: oh Tricky. I mean, we drank a lot of beer, a lot of different beers. <laughs> um, but we also had a, a night an in a wine bar where we got through about 11 bottles of wine between us and tried mm-hmm. some absolutely outstanding Slovakian wines, which you wouldn't normally do. Oh, okay. Uh, but we had our host there sort of talking us through them all and uh, put put on a good spread for us. And uh, we spent a good few hours getting through a lot of Slovakian wines. So I, I'd have to go with the beers. Um, um. And it was, a, I think, the one we drank most often was a Zlati Bavant or something like that, a um, Slovakian lager. Uh, a but we Slati did get Bavant. through a lot of, we did get through a lot of uh, good, good beers over the weekend. Uh,
0: two more questions. What was the best thing that you saw?
1: Ooh, good question. Thank you. Ooh. Um. That wasn't a stripper? Not the any experience. Uh, well, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, well the, the, the funniest thing <laughs> I saw. Oh, go on, yeah, that'll do. The we, funniest thing you saw. We went, we went up the top of a a, a tower. There's a, there's a thing called UFO Tower. It's a bridge in uh, Bratislava with a massive UFO-shaped tower at the top, so 300 nice. foot up. So you go up the lift in the turret. And there's a viewing platform on the top out in the fresh air. And below that, there's like a restaurant and a bar with like a glass around all the way around. So you can sort of walk all the way around. You can take a piss from 300 foot up in the, with a glass window in front of you. That was good. Funniest thing was seeing uh, one of the lads, Andrew Bevan, who was uh, up there on the top. And I've never seen someone look so scared. He was absolutely yeah. trembling with fear. Was he a bit over when he
0: was up there? Because I, I, I reckon that wouldn't help. Like, that would I do me you know, I
1: mean, he, t- he told us he was a little... He wasn't great with elevators. is not great with heights. Um, and we just thought, oh, yeah, he would be fine. And he seemed fine until he got up there and he <laughs> <he'd sort> of <laughs> climbed these last few steps and stepped out in the chair. I said, you all right, Bevan? And he just looked... He had a look of horror. <laughs> on his face. And like, no. And... Uh, uh we, we we quickly sort of went back down and we all went and sat in the barn and, and he couldn't get away quick enough. He was itching to get back in that lift and get back on terra for yeah. them, like you he hated it. So that was that was quite amusing. Uh, so I was say, actually being up there was probably one of the best things I has got a really good view from high yeah. like, up over over Bratislava. But uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Bevan. He cracks me up. Uh that's made me laugh. Um and finally, Baz, before we actually get onto some
1: football. Um, did you have a dance? Oh, dance! I don't think I did, you know. No, I don't think there was much dancing. Not even a
0: little. That dance, little side to side. Oh, actually, like that. I, I
1: probably did. I. We, we were. How do you it, not know? We'd been in a well because I was probably about fifteen pints and ten cocktails in. Uh, so we'd, we'd had a night where we absolutely demolished probably ten ten pints. And we ended up in a more dancey place on the cocktails. I reckon I got through 10 Negronis in there, okay. uh, which is my favourite. And uh, then we finished off. We got kicked out of there at 3am uh, and we still weren't ready to finish. So we found a rock bar at four o'clock in the no. morning They were knocking out all the proper indie classic tunes and stuff like yeah. right up my street. So yes, yeah. we did have a little bit of a sort of finished off dancing around some some music for the last, the last hour on that night I. Uh,
0: a bit of a jig.
1: Um, yeah. Good. Right. Okay. That's covered all of that. I think
0: that's the end of my questions, Baz. You can stand down, um, talk about a little bit of football, shall we? Um, yeah. Tell you what we'll do first is, uh, I'll tell you about our sponsors, headline sponsors, on the World Cup Gambling podcast, the Win, uh, Winbet and Casino, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds. Winbet is now live in Arizona Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right there, fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Same game parlays, uh, the home of them is on WinBet. You can build your own bet there, construction zone, look out. Uh, great promos, odds and payouts happening right now at WinBet. Uh, sign up today, receive a special offer, bet $100 to win. $100. It's loads of cheese from. Head to com slash winbet so they know that we sent you com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you are assuming you know as a gambling problem, call one eight hundred five two two four seven double zero. And also the Cyber Monday sale, do not forget, um, store. com for one day only. Uh, 20% off everything in the merch store using the promo code cyber. I think I need a new tit-for-tat, Barry. Uh, there's some nice camo uh, SGP and hats in there. And maybe another hoodie, so I'd have to wear the uh, the same two hoodies that I wear relentlessly on this show. Um, I've got a, a shirt on tonight, Baz. Do you um, do you recognise this shirt at all? Um, it's, it's pertinent. It's relevant. No. No. Nah. Um, it says Morocco, Baz. Uh, All right. The, it is a Moroccan shirt, um, and obviously Morocco had a winter day. We're going to get onto that in a little while. Um, let's crack through a little rundown of what happened on Sunday. See, it's about quarter past ten on Sunday, and our early morning game. Um, this was a bit weird because we, I won, we won our bet, it, and it was an absolute gift. This was one of the easiest gifts of the World Cup support. However, I think it's a not on effect. The actual result fucked us later on. So it kind of paid yeah. with one hand and took away with the other. Um, it was Japan 0 Costa Rica 1. Uh, the gift was the under two and a half goals because Japan were never going to be suited at all by having to make the run in here, by having possession. And Costa Rica had no intention of doing anything else than sitting across the edge of that six-yard box. I've made a point on Twitter that they look like they were managed by Steve Bruce. So if you're a British football supporter or a Newcastle fan of any length of time, um, you'll know exactly what I mean. They were absolutely cack. Um, But Costa Rica didn't have the necessary quality... Sorry, Japan... Didn't have the necessary quality to break them down. and um, Where Japan are good is um, getting on the break when they can sit back where Germany came on to the day. Japan on spring pace and power and get you. Um, So, yeah, Japan never looked like scoring, actually. Costa Rica didn't, and then they did. Uh, scored a horrible goal to keep. I just need to move his feet. Move your feet. If it takes two steps. I was training the boys under 11s. We've got a new goalie. On Wednesday night I was doing that stuff with him chucking the ball in the air and he's got a habit of taking the long dive I was like get two steps in and you get you make the dive and get to it the Japan goal did exactly what I was telling that 11 year old not to do on Wednesday um went in Costa Rica won one nil so the under two and a half cast absolute gift however we'll talk about the knock-on effect of that later on um we go to the um in fact we'll go to the other game in that group we'll, we'll stay um, in the groups it was the late game tonight which is uh, not long finished Spain won um, Germany won um, yeah Spain did Costa Rica winning destroyed didn't destroy it as a spectacle but what it did it, was, it fucked our handicap a little bit because we thought Germany were going to Japan were going to get a result against Costa Rica and Germany would have to go and win tonight um, we both took Spain bars, um, thinking that Germany would get more and more desperate. Spain would uh, pull them apart on the break. Um, as it happens, Germany then could survive by not having to beat Spain, which made everything a little bit more comfortable. And Spain seemed a little bit more uh, comfortable in their approach as well. As it happens, I actually thought we were going to kind of fluke a win because Spain got ahead quite late yeah. on, sort of twenty minutes, twenty-five minutes left, without really ever looking. It was, it was fairly even, Stephen, but there wasn't much. Um, there wasn't much going on. Spain got ahead. Marata. Um, Came on and scored, but Germany equalised with around about 10 minutes left. So um, the Costa Rica game probably ruined a lot of people's uh, handicaps for that. So um, the group, as it stands, we've got, what, Spain on four points, Japan on three, Costa Rica on three, Germany now still on one. But Germany um, have to play Costa Rica, which you'd think they would win. That will take them to four and then it's a case of Spain probably beating Japan. Um, Japan, if they draw, that's a goal difference thing. So again, you'd think Germany could probably um, overhaul what... Um, what? Sorry, Japan overhaul. I can't get the words out, but what they did to Costa Rica. So Germany will, will outscore Japan effectively and should go through on goal difference, obviously... Shoulda, woulda, coulda, and we've seen in this World Cup quite a few times um, that that's not really the case. But, yeah, it was a bit bit of an odd one. A, bars that Costa Rica-Japan game, was kind of fitted the narrative completely, um, even though Costa Rica never looked like winning. And then tonight, it just it kind of spoiled the game here from our handicap, but that's at the end of the world. Um, but it just wasn't the, the kind of game that everyone thought. It thought it was going to be the first sort of big dramatic one of the night. Germany might, might be out, and then it never really transpired that way.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I'd gone same as you that first game under two and a half, and I, I thought exactly as you did. Costa Rica were going to do nothing, keep it tight. Um, I didn't get to watch the game because I've been travelling most of the day. But obviously, my under two point five was with a, with a view to probably a Japan one nil something like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And as you so say, exactly that would have a lovely
1: else, game, wouldn't it? It was it was a scenario we were all hoping for, where Germany had to go out and win tonight. Um, and potentially didn't and, and got knocked out and uh, I mean the Costa Rica result just absolutely couldn't have been any any better could it for Germany absolutely got them off the hook I mean even a, Jama- a Japan draw in that game would have had Germany under far more pressure because they lost to Spain tonight puts them out in that case because that would have had Japan yeah. on four. Um so yeah I didn't didn't see it being a Costa Rica win at all I thought it'd be low scoring but uh yeah, it looks to have massively worked in Germany's favour, and and very much looks as if Spain and Germany will go through there one and two, doesn't it? Now,
0: yeah, obviously the games have got to be played, and we've, like I said, we've seen some uh, some odd things happen so far this tournament, so it's not completely a woman who was but... Um, and you, you know what the Germans are like. They they can get away with it and they will start building momentum. You know, they actually, they looked a little bit better tonight. Uh, some of the uh, Musiala looked okay. Uh, Gnabry was quite sharp. Sani did some bits when he came on. So yeah, they weren't they weren't terrible tonight. Actually, it wasn't a bad game, but just wasn't what we were expecting. Um, secondly, uh, this evening, then we started with Belgium nil, 0- Morocco 2, hence the Morocco shit. Um I took Belgium on the money line. Um, I thought they were even money. Um, I thought they were just yeah. a top class bet. Um, we knew, we didn't think, the handicap was, we didn't think they could be as bad as they had been in the first game against Canada. Um, turns out they were worse than they had been in that first game against Canada. They were really slow. Um, Mitty Bashwai is absolutely awful. Oh my goodness, what a terrible footballer he is. Um Morocco executed really well their game plan. They didn't show that much in the first half, but they defended well. Um, and as the game went on, sometimes when you notice your team's a little bit better than you, um, Alan Pardew was quite good at this, which is a bit of an odd comparison to make. This just popped into my head, where um, you can have a game plan where you can kind of defend well for an hour or so. And I think, right, let's go and win the game. Um, and Morocco did that. And once they got in front, in fact, they had other goal just like right in half time. scored a very similar goal. Um, Thibaut Courtais, like dyed his hair like Yanan, which is a bit weird as well. Um, but yeah, they got in front. So that was the first win for an African nation in this tournament as well. Um, so yeah, Belgium nil, Morocco 2. Bet's down the pan, but not a, bad, uh, not a bad result. I'll go through the other game just because we can then get the... The, the group standings, um, and you can tell us what you think. Baz, going forward, Canada won, Croatia four. Um, I took Canada here on the money line. It wasn't as terrible as it sounds. Um, I think you had both teams to score, Baz. So I you casted this... for yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd I'd, so, I'd
1: been, I've been convinced about Canada by by yourself and and also Johnny. Yeah. Last, I week, think Johnny yeah. got into my yeah into our heads at least. It was right in a way. I mean, they, they were yeah, already off against Belgium, weren't they? Um, yeah. No, they really had a go. They were, what we expected was them to be exciting and have a go and play on the front foot and everything. And again, they got off to a great start today. I mean, Belgium, here so many chances and obviously missed penalty. Uh, and then coming into the day, again, haven't seen the game, uh, but saw them sort of getting off to a, to a good start. I, I fancied them to win, but I, I hedged it a little bit on the... On the both to score, thinking it might, might be a sort of 2 1 either way. Um, uh, and yeah, and then it, uh, I, as I say, travelling all afternoon, seeing the, the sort of scores pinging in, it seems like the wheels fell off a little bit later on, I assume.
0: Yeah, they did. Croatia actually did okay. I mean, it was a great goal. Canada scored off on so Davis. A great tether. Um, as daft as it sounds, a bit of a cliche, they possibly scored too early. Um, because the kind of didn't really know what to do after that. Croatia settled down for 20 minutes and then started gaining a little bit of momentum and then they hit them really bang, bang just before halftime, sort of 35-40. And after that, Croatia looked a hell of a lot better than they had done in their first game against Morocco where they were really cumbersome, slow, a little bit toothless. Um, Canada remained wide open as well, which helped Croatia pick them apart um, and look good later on. So, in terms of where this left the group, we've got Croatia and Morocco on four points, uh, Belgium on three, and Canada on no points. Uh, so Belgium have to play Croatia next up. Um, so Belgium got to win, effectively. Um, if Belgium draw, um, Morocco just need to draw to qualify. So I just haven't seen anything from Belgium that's now back-to-back games where they've really struggled I mean you, you talk like Kevin De Bruyne looks so off the pace it's unbelievable I know Michi Batshuayi. like I say he doesn't help anybody he's really slowing that team down as a focal point at the top so Lukaku got on today um, near the end so he has to start I would have thought the other day but they've got to go and beat Croatia and I'm not sure they can uh, on what we've seen so far. Um, Morocco haven't got an easy game against Canada because Canada will just do the same thing again. Canada's just got to go for it. Um, yeah. But um, and Morocco need a point there. So we just have to see if Morocco can defend. Uh, they have, I think they've kept, since the new gaffer came in, the Moroccan manager, um, I can't remember his name. I've got it written down somewhere. I think they've kept seven clean sheets in a row or something nuts like that. So they've actually they've got a they've got a huge chance of uh, of keeping another clean sheet against Canada. Canada did look again lively again today. It's uh, Walid um, Regrahi, the new manager who's been in charge three months uh, for Morocco. They were doing a job. Um, I tell you, where I stitched myself up today, Baz, in DFS um, talked about the system of playing the shit teams goalie. Um, so. I lost my. I didn't lose my nerve this morning, but I tweaked it a bit. I played the Japan goalie, um, where if I'd taken the Costa Rican goalie, would have hit the absolute jackpot. Um, clean up. It's in a game where nothing's going to happen. No one's getting loads of points for goals and assists. If you get the winning goalie um, with a clean sheet, you're absolutely a mind of anybody else. So I took the wrong one. This second game, absolutely nailed it. buzz. Belgium nil Morocco two get the shit team goal, the underdogs goalie, I shouldn't say shit team, get the underdogs goalie in there, they win with a clean sheet, and what happened Barry, do you know what happened here with the rotten goalkeeper? What happened? He sang the national anthem, decided he felt sick. Oh no. Oh yes, clear, and no one even noticed, I didn't notice, I only noticed, he made his first save, no, and me, me three points didn't go on me score. I was like, what's the crap? It was definitely a save. And then the commentator noticed. said, oh, I've just noticed they, they've changed the goalkeeper. So they then showed it. He does the national anthem, goes across to the manager, says, oh, I feel a bit pattern Mickey." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he then disappears down the tunnel and the sub-goalie comes on. So I'm sitting on zero points. So I, I mean, absolutely chinned, like completely and utterly chinned myself there, boss. Oh. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely unlucky. So, yeah, that's uh, Sunday's games covered. Um, Where we're going now then is uh, Tuesday's games. And a bit of a difference now in format. Um, For those of you who don't know, the final group games are played um, at the same time uh, to avoid any shenanigans, to avoid a Germany v. Um, Algeria, West Germany v. Algeria 1982 situation where they both needed a draw to go through. So they just passed the ball around to each other. I'm um, sorry, it was Germany by Austria cheated and they cheated Algeria um, out of a spot um, by just not trying and and, and drawing. So um, both games in the group kick off at the same time. So group A um, is going to be the first to conclude on Tuesday. We go to a far more uh, friendly for all you Americans kickoff time of, um, it's 3pm over here, which is, 10 a.m. Eastern Time in Group A, Ecuador, Senegal, and Netherlands, Qatar. We'll start with Ecuador, Senegal. Ecuador are 11 to 8, plus 137 for the win. The draw is at 11 to 5, plus 220. Senegal are at the same price, 11 to 5, plus 220. Um, the group standings, Netherlands, Ecuador, are four points each. Senegal, three. Qatar are out on zero points. Senegal need to win. Now You've got to assume uh, Netherlands will pick up at least one point against Qatar. So Senegal need to win to get through. Ecuador can go through with a draw. Um, Ecuador have looked really good in both games. Um, obviously, they, they got in front against Qatar pretty early, put them to bed. But I thought they were the better side against um, the Netherlands. Netherlands got a goal after five minutes. After that, the rest of the game, Ecuador looked really good, had a goal disallowed, then got their equaliser. Then after that, they kind of settled for the point um, last last 20 minutes, but they were well well worthy of the point. They they were always dangerous. Look, like they've got another game in them. It's really hard to judge Senegal's win against Qatar because it's it was Qatar, and Qatar aren't very good. We saw what uh, Ecuador did to them. They had a little wobble when they were 2-0 up Senegal. Qatar got back into the game at 2 Two one, uh, Senegal a little wobbled, but scored pretty quickly afterwards. Actually, um, I thought, yeah, Ecuador had a really long run of clean sheets um, before they before they conceded that goal against Holland. I think they're a better team than Senegal. Um, I don't think they're going to change the style. That just they're not going to sit and play for a draw as much as the nil nil will suit them. I think they're capable of keeping a clean sheet without just parking the bus, without going all Steve Bruce. Um, Senegal are going to have to go and win this game. I think Senegal will press late and Ecuador can pick them off. I'm going to go for an Ecuador win here, Baz, um, at plus 137, the price of 11 to 8. What have you got?
1: Um, so, yeah, I also I fancy Ecuador a, a, a little bit, but... Um... With a little bit of a diff- different angle, as you see, Senegal have got to come out and got to find something, uh, and I can see it being a bit more more open as a result of that. Um, so I would went with the both teams to score. I can definitely see Ecuador scoring, um, and I think I, I sort of I toyed with the idea of a draw. I've got I've got the draw down, and, and I think Ecuador will do enough to qualify from the group as a result. Uh, but both teams to score was my pick at evens, uh, as I say I think, I, I just say you know, you would, you would hope it would be a bit more of an open game, Senegal have got they know what they've got to do of course Ecuador will try and uh, you know, keep it tight but the truth, as you say, against Netherlands, they can they can play up front as well you know, they outshot out Netherlands by 13-2, to two. shots on target they had five to Netherlands one Um creating chances and, and, and stuff like that and as you say they're, they're going to get opportunities on the break Senegal going for it uh, so I'll take the both teams to score evens
0: OK um, next up is uh, same time 3pm uh, UK time 10am Eastern Netherlands Qatar Netherlands are 2-11 to 11, minus 5.55 if you fancy a bit of that uh, the draws at 5-1 to 1. Qatar are at 16-1 and Netherlands, who struggled um, to overcome Senegal 2-0 in the first game, um, didn't look up to much uh, in that second game either. Like I say, I thought they were second best for, for large periods to uh, to Ecuador. Um, game finished 1-1 there. Qatar were a bit more competitive against Senegal. They didn't have the disastrous start that they had against um, Ecuador that really really put them on the back foot, actually. I thought... I couldn't see much happening in this game, but my only concern with my pick is that the Dutch um, need to, on goal difference, uh, would re- really want to finish top of the group um, to avoid a, a possible clash with England in the second round. So um, Senegal beat Qatar by two, Ecuador beat Qatar by two. So if Netherlands do something similar, I could, I could see this finish, i Finishing one or two nil to to Ecuador. E- to Ecuador and Netherlands V Qatar, pretty impressive. A uh, bit of Sol Campbell there. Um, I might take this finishing one or two nil to the Netherlands bars. Um, especially if Ecuador Senegal sort of trundling along 0 nil-nil or one-one. We sort of 20 minutes left. the under two and a half is too big a price here for me. I think it's a price of plus one fifty. Just just on the fact that how really how sluggish the Netherlands have looked. I, don't, I haven't been impressed with them at all. They could, I think, if they needed to here. If Ecuador are in front of Senegal, um, Netherlands could go and stretch their legs and need to go and score a third or a fourth late on. There's a possibility. But I'm going to take a bit of a gamble at a bigger price here. Under two and a half, price is six to four, plus 150, But Right.
1: Um, I, I mean, I was thinking along the same lines, but but a completely different way. <laughs> I think Netherlands want to go out and win the group. Um yeah. No Qatar are garbage. And as, as unimpressive as the Netherlands have been, uh, you're right, they will want to win the group and avoid England next time round. And I've, I've took them in a handicap to win comfortably, uh, minus two and a half in this game at five to six. Uh, I just, based more on Qatar rather than Netherlands, um, as you say, they've, they've offered nothing really, have they, in the two games so far? Um, and Netherlands, no, you know, if they, if they can stretch their legs as you saying and go and get a 3-4 then they should have that group wrapped up uh, and I'll take them to do that minus two and a half uh, Netherlands so okay.
0: we've both got um, the Netherlands winning going to seven points um,
1: Ecuador winning as well did you have Ecuador winning Baz? Uh, I've, I've hedged it I think a draw I think Ecuador will do enough uh, okay. so I went with both teams to score and I think there's maybe a 1-1 one, one. Something like that. Um, if I had to have a slight lean, I would I would favour Ecuador in that game, um, and I think Ecuador will finish second, do enough to to go up.
0: So we've both got <laughs> Netherlands going through in first, Ecuador in second, uh, Senegal missing out Qatar finishing bottom on uh, zero points. Qatar, the lowest scoring team, was my bet. A bit disappointed they got that one against Senegal because a few teams hanging around on zero. Um, I think Tunisia. Uh, still hanging around on zero. They've got France to come, which I don't think is going to help. And um, we'll have to have a little look back at uh, where some of our million pound bets went because they're going to be. Uh, well, awesome. one, of mine gonna be... Went,
1: one of mine went down the pan today. <laughs> what did uh, you lose? I I, had, well, I was between Costa Rica and Qatar for zero points in the tournament. I went with Costa Rica. Uh, instead. So I had 100 grand on Costa Rica, no points, which went uh, by the wayside.
0: Just um, having a look now, but I remember trying to talk you about putting Wales in that stupid 14 parley. I yeah. mean, I don't know what you were thinking. Like, uh, Anyway, uh, I, I've, uh, we've all put terrible bets on this tournament, So,
1: I mean, that, that parley also had Belgium winning the group, and I don't think that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll
0: probably, we'll we'll uh, next up at 7pm, 2pm uh, Eastern Time, uh, Group B will conclude with Iran uh, playing the USA, and Wales taking on England. Baz, lead us off. Which game do you want to start with? What uh, was we'll the actually? To, to tell, us, tell us about England. Did you have to wear? Uh, did you watch that somewhere on on Friday yeah. night in Vienna?
1: Were you? Yeah, we were in Pratislava. Um So. We, we made sure we wanted to be somewhere with a good spot for that game. We'd look forward to it all weekend. Or, or you know, we were looking forward to that as a big part of our weekend, get somewhere where we could watch the football. Found a cracking little bar, little cave under the street, big screen in one corner, bar at the back. Uh, and there was a load of England fans in um, and a few Americans as it happened. Uh, really good banter before the game, had some good cracker chat and I thought, it's got potential to be a great atmosphere here. Yeah. And then the game kicked off. Um, <laughs> and spoiled it. <laughs> and, and spoiled a good night, really. Um I mean, we were in a bar. We were paying two euros a pint in this bar. So we got through a kind a, a of amount of uh drink that night. And as I say, it had potential to be a really good atmosphere in this place. You know, a couple of England goals and the place would have been erupting. And it started and then it's just like, what is this? And that. I mean, I haven't read much of the press back home because I've been away, um, but it was just so frustrating um, and waiting for him to change it when we all could see it needed changed. He, he just didn't seem to care, did he? he was, I don't know if he just settled for the draw in the end and didn't... It just... It was bizarre, wasn't it? Um, so, I mean, it didn't spoil our night, but, but a bit of an anti-climax. We'd been looking forward to it and uh, found a good spot to go watch it and then just got thoroughly disappointed by it all.
0: So, England v Wales, then. We'll crack on with Baz. England, 11 to 25, minus 2.27 uh, for England. The draws, it's 72 plus 350. Wales are 7 to 1. What's your handicap, Baz?
1: Um, Well, my handicap is the handicap. Um, I went with (laughs) a handicap against USA um, and obviously got nowhere near. uh, But I'm going back to the well. Uh, I think... Wales, are, they've proved themselves to be garbage, haven't they? In this tournament, really. Yeah. As I say, I fancied a bit more out of them in the group. I, I thought it was an easy enough group where they could pick up something in the in the other two games, and obviously got that massively wrong. So I did give them a bit of uh, bit of support early on, um, but I've been proved proved wrong there. I think England have got to be so much better. You've got, they can't they can't go out and approach a game like they did the other day, just not pressing, not pushing, no, just nothing. I just I feel it's got it's got to be better. Otherwise, he's going to start having everyone on that. But I mean, everyone's went from first game getting really excited and suddenly <laughs> thinking, oh, but this could be it. He's he's let them have play with the shackles off, and you know it wasn't what we used to with with Southgate England. And then yeah, we just reverted right back to type against America, and suddenly everyone's like, yeah, yeah, this is what we this is probably what we expected. But I, I feel it's got to be a bit better. Um so I'll, I'll take the 1.5 at 6-5. to 5. I could be looking very foolish on, on Tuesday night at the end of that, but I, I just can't see Wales offering much. Um, and England will, will go out and, and win reasonably comfortably and top the group.
0: Yeah, I mean, Wales aren't out yet, um, I don't think, are they? Well, now, Wales know. could... If Wales beat... It's 4-3-2-1 at the minute. England, 4 Uh, Iran three, USA two, Wales one. So Wales can win and go to four points. Um, And then if Iran and USA draw, uh, Iran will be... So we'll have three teams on four points. And obviously, Iran's goal difference took a bit of a battering um, when England humped them 6-2. So Wales aren't out of it. Um, Wales were ultimately well beaten by Iran, even though the goals came in the 98th and the 101st minutes. Um, They have been exposed... As the weakest team in the group, um, they need to. They'll, they'll be up for it. It's the it's the landlords, you know what the Welsh are like. Uh, stupid speeches by that actor bloke. All these things they're going to run around a lot. I mean, p- 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 go on about them singing loud as if that makes you good at football. Like honestly, the BBC coverage the other day, they're all wetting their pants about. Oh, look how good they're singing. He has a seven minute montage of Welsh people singing. That doesn't make any good at football, does it? Like, do you know what I mean? You what know, like, much.
1: The what... They've all got good boogers. Oh, so good, yeah. It. That's the other. Oh, they've got the lovely boogers. they're going to win. Like, yeah. you don't say like
0: Man City beating someone five nil and getting tipped to win songs of praise on a Sunday. It's a load <laughs> of shit. Um, so England, <laughs> sorry, England, um, did struggle against the US. Actually, I think that's, I went on a bit of a. Uh, I did a solo show last night, and I think I mentioned that. England have always had this slow start to the tournament and they kind of did it in the second game rather than the first game. They've struggled against a poor opponent in the opening match for as long as we can remember, but And then they went and won 16. They Actually, I think they threw that in in their second game. But you're right. Southgate's still struggling to get the best out of all these really good offensive players that we've got. Um, so, uh, we're going to go wild. Uh, Danny Ward is worth mentioning as playing in goal for Wales because he is absolutely awful. A bit of Swiss cheese in goal. He's like a hologram-like. So he'll play because Wayne Hennessy's suspended. Um, I've got here, Wales will try and be pumped up, Baz. Um, They could run around a lot and get a half-time nil-nil. They did look mentally and physically shattered the other day. Over one and a half second-half goals, Baz, is even money. Yeah. so bad. this falls into all of our categories this gets you over the line Wales are going to have to come forward England can pick them off and when England bring, they've got these subs they can bring on if he does bring them on whether it's Foden Grealish Callum Wilson people like that Um, they're not just going to sit and try and keep the ball. they're going to want to go and do stuff Um, so even if the England maybe a one up at half time you can still see this finishing maybe 3-0 or something so I'm going to take over one and a half second half goals we've seen quite a lot of second half goals over the last few days and these last group games are kind of known for it because it's the it's so often the last last forty-five minutes of a team's World Cup. Um and there's a score and have a go as well. So um yeah, that's like that my angle. point there. I mean Even hopefully, when...
1: hopefully we might play Harry Kane as a centre forward this week and uh, instead of him being trying to pick the ball up in how how many times was he behind our four midfielder? Somebody's playing almost as a, as a center like, as a sort of defensive midfielder, Kane, his position just so deep the other day it was so frustrating um times he's give getting the ball giving it out wide and then he's he's not where where they needed him to be to get on the end of them it's oh, i mean you could
0: you could feel sorry for harry kane because he's clearly an elite striker uh top class and he plays for the two most negative managers you can possibly imagine like uh you've got southgate making him do stuff like you've just Talked about. And then Conte at Tottenham, who just tries to win 1 0 every week, um, slows a week in prison the way Tottenham play and build up. So, um, yeah, if Harry Kane was to, uh, to be allowed to take the handbrake off in a team, um, I think he'd be um, 10 times the player that we already know he can be. Um, so, the final game to touch on then is Iran uh, against the USA. Iran are 16 to 5, plus 320. The draw's at 5-2, two, plus 2.50. And the USA are 9-10, minus 111. Um Baz, Iran uh, the USA, what you got? Um,
1: well, USA have got to win this one, I think, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Draw's no good, so we know USA have got to go out and win. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't hugely impressed. I thought we we made them look better than... Than they are the other day. Really, again, they didn't, didn't offer much. Um, but they, they've got to go out and win. They've got to look for that goal. Um, so I expect them to be quite aggressive early on. Um, but I've got a feeling, I, I, I've, I've got a feeling Iran will get something out of this game. And I sort of teetered on: do I, do I go with Iran or? I'll go another angle. So I'd looked at Iran drawn no or bet. I looked at Iran outright. To be honest, um, I also thought hedging it drawn no or bet around fifteen eight looks a decent bet. Um, but in the end, I've I've went towards both teams to score. Um, we know USA have got to go out and score, and Iran have created loads of chances in this the tournament. I mean, they scored four goals. Um, yeah, yeah, true. In what looks like it, 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 you know, we expected them to be. Um, struggling to qualify from this group. Uh, oh, I, I don't know, did you t- take a round to qualify from it? I think you made Yeah, it. that was all, all over, you, right? So, yeah, you nailed it. I mean, I looked at the game against England, they had 22% possession, yet they've managed eight shots on goal, yep. three of them on target, scored two, um, without having a, much of the ball at all. And then they moved on to Wales, 38% possession in that game had 21 goal attempts, six on target, and again, late goals, but they scored another two. Um, so they don't need to have a lot of the ball to be able to create those chances on the break and and, and some good chances. As I said, nine shots on target in those first two games and, and four goals scored uh, where, where people wouldn't necessarily have backed them to, to do that. Um, so I'm... I think they get something. I think they get enough out of this game. I think they'll get the draw. I think they'll go through. Uh, so I'll take the both teams to score, though, 9-10. Uh, to 10. Um, I, As I say, I was very close to going with Iran with, a, with the draw, no bet, at 15-8, because I think they could possibly win it. Um, but I'll take both teams to score as my pick for this one.
0: Okay. Um, as I've mentioned once or twice or 62 times, uh, I had a rant to beat Wales the other day at three to one. Uh one of my um, yeah, best picks so far this week. Now, and then now a bigger price to beat an odds on USA. I mean, I've written down fuck right off bars on my notes, uh, pardon <laughs> the language. Um, and what's anybody seen in the USA to make them odds on? Like, who's taking odds on USA? They ran around, they ran around a lot and kicked stuff against it, yeah. Um against England, um, who If you put a line through that weird Iran thing, they've come in in terrible form and performed against USA exactly like we thought they were going to do against everybody else. Um, USA do need to win. And I think this plays completely into Iran's hands. Uh, They're a very savvy defensive unit. Um, Like I say, put a line through that six goal uh, defeat against England. Um, This is pretty much the same script um, as it was against Wales uh, for Iran. They have had loads of... attempts at goal, like you say, they've looked dangerous. Um there was some very silly Sunderland supporters on their message board the other <laughs> Did you
1: did you see this? Is that the um, one who said that there was a player I could sign and do a job for them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Saying this around we talk about I mean I know we don't all know how who these players are yeah. and where they come from, but uh saying so, the lad for Iran looks okay. He could probably do a job for Sunderland in the championship. Um and the like the player they were talking about is the one who's banging goals in the Champions League for Porto. Yeah. you know, just a little bit of mild ignorance there. Um, big hello to all of our Southern support listeners, how are you doing? Um, so yeah, I think this plays into Iran's hands, and I've got no choice, Baz. They've done it once for me. Plus 320, 16 to 5, Iran outright. Um, I think they're gonna pick the USA apart late doors and get us another win, um, and qualify at 7 to 2. Uh, what a great price that was to go through. So I've got. Yeah, I mean, um,
1: when I looked at the game, the, as soon as I looked at the the money line, I, I was surprised they weren't four. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I couldn't believe it, it was. It was which was which is why I had a bit of a, a lean towards going with Iran. Uh, as I say, I, I think Iran can win it, um, and yeah, I, th- I think it is a good value. The bet you're going for. Definitely, there's there's every chance they'll they'll beat the the USA. So we've got
0: we, we've got England going through on seven, Iran in second with either six, um, if you take my pick, or possibly um four points, um, if the if they draw, and then the USA uh, on three, the three uh, two or three depending on loss or tie, Wales down on one, so it's going to be an England Iran, um, one two there, which would set up Um, or England against Ecuador and the Um, Netherlands against Iran uh, is the way we've got that uh, pin. So, yeah, Um, a few more things. The first Tuesday is going to be the first day where we see things shaking out um, in terms of the group. So, yeah, that's going to be fun as well. Um, And, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we've got to the end of the show – I can't believe, Baz. You've got a little glass of red wine as well. You know, I I I, su- I suffer with the hangover. You've you've witnessed this. I can I can not be a well man before we were that weekend at Doncaster, where I had to go to sleep in the back of the car for about nine hours because I couldn't stop vomiting um, yeah. after we'd been out on the
1: Friday night. Didn't he go um, sleep in the toilet cubicle for a little while? Oh, yeah, Sheldon well.
0: races. Yeah, I went to sleep yeah. after the first race and woke up just before the last was going off. Sitting on the toilet five hours later. You have been on a 72 hour bender and you're sitting there with a glass of red wine, like, no, of bother. It's Uh, just how I relax
1: on a Sunday night, (laughs) a bottle of red wine. And I wasn't sure I had one in. I hadn't been, I I literally got back a couple of hours um, and said to the other half, I don't suppose you've uh, been to the shop and picked me up a (laughs) bottle of red wine this weekend. And to my absolute delight, she had done. Um, So, yeah, to be honest, from tomorrow, uh, haven't drank and ate to excess for three days uh, then yeah. I'll have this bottle of wine tonight and then tomorrow I'll be probably joining you on the tinned fish in a big pan of vegetables Yes get on the tin and, fish try and have a bit of a detox for a week I'm going to try and be good as uh, good as gold for a few days Like, well I'm
0: away next weekend so uh, we'll have to see but if we do this next Sunday night Baz I will not be um as presentable and coherent as you've been tonight. Um I'll be shaking my uh shaking the nails out of my boots. Um I'll be that hung over. So something to look forward to. Um thanks Baz well done. Um I'm pleased you had a good weekend. I'm pleased you came back um, in such good form. Uh we've missed you. We enjoyed having Ty and Dom on. Um but we can get build a bit of momentum now. Um I hope everyone uh, across the pond, about 50% of our listeners enjoyed the Thanksgiving and their uh, uh, Black Friday shopping as well. Um, Cyber Monday, don't forget store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. The Discord channel is still firing on all cylinders and sportsgamblingpodcast.com um, for all your articles. There's loads of M World Cup articles being fired out in there by our team of writers um, on a daily basis as well. So um, anything you need to tell the people, Baz, before you can finish a glass of wine and go to bed for a nice 14 uh, hour kick?
1: No, I've got nothing, nothing at the moment. I'm sure nothing. there'll be stuff over the next few days. <laughs> I'll, I'll spring back to life a bit in the next few days, I will, and and hopefully be able to take in a lot more football. Um, as I say, it didn't pick up a lot over the weekend, but uh, looking forward to the next few days. And as you say, group's coming to a conclusion. It's going to be a bit more bit more drama, hopefully.
0: Yeah, we've only got a couple more days of the uh four kick-off times. Um, Monday, in fact, that's it, isn't it? To just tomorrow, and then... Um, we've still got four games in two kickoff times and after that we're down to two games a day uh, as we head into the round of 16 so we'll have to uh, do a few more deeper dives but try and fetch out uh, find some fancy markets we'll get into the yellow card market maybe the passing props we could set ourselves a challenge of learning what the hell Ty was talking about the other day uh, and how to pick some winners so thanks everyone Um, we'll be back same time tomorrow with a live stream um, or if you're listening to it at your leisure Uh, We appreciate that as well. Um, Until then, good luck with all your bets. We'll see you down the road. Cheers.